We're going to get started now. If you want to come in from the foyer, come and join us. We're not good. Are we good? Are we going? All right. Well, if you come on down the front here, we're going to have a bit of a party. Luke's going to be uh, leading that. It's here. Come join us. We're going to get into some praise. Is for living with you. I've made my decision. You lift me up, fill my eyes with wonder. Forever young in your love, freedom's untainted. With you, the moment is wasted. See the sun now bursting through the clouds, black and white. To color all around, all is new in the Savior I am found. This is living now. This is living now. Lead the way, God, you're right beside me. This is living now. This is living now. 
goodness knows no bounds. Your goodness never stops. Your mercy follows me. Your kindness fills my life. Your love amazes me. And I'll sing because you are good. And I'll dance because you are good. And I'll shout because you are good. You are good. Good to me. Down yet. We're going to do that song again in a moment because you had these words coming out of your mouth I sing, I dance, I shout. While you were singing, didn't so much see the dancing nor the shouting, so we're going to have to try again. Did you shout? Great. 
So this time when we do it, you get, maybe you guys should face everyone else so that they, they get the hang of it. But we're going to pray first, okay? Let's pray. Father, it's awesome to come together in the name of Jesus. And I use awesome in its correct sense, Lord. We can come into your presence and we can come boldly. We can lift up the name of Jesus tonight. And what a great honour that is. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you are here. I thank you that you are here in power and that you're here amongst us tonight and that you want to speak to us. You want to share the secrets of heaven with us tonight. So Father, I ask right from this point that we have our ears on, we have our eyes on, our spiritual ears and our spiritual eyes so that we can get hold of what you're saying. Lord, it's our desire that we live the life you intend us to live. I don't believe any of us want to be lip service Christians, but we want to be passionate in our faith and the expression of our love towards you. We want to make a difference wherever it is that you've placed us in society. We want to make Jesus famous. So Holy Spirit, I ask tonight you would empower us afresh. You would fall on us afresh. You would fill us afresh. Release courage in this place in Jesus' name. Release wisdom on every life in Jesus' name. Father, that as we walk into our week, we would walk in with the kindness and the grace and the love of the most incredible Saviour just overflowing from us. Thank you that we can worship so freely. We love you. We don't take this for granted in any way tonight. We want to express our love to you and our thanks to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we are going to sing that song one more time, just because I think we should. And it's a good song to sing. Joe, um, I really believe the call of God's on your life for ministry. And um, if you're willing, he'll take you on a journey. That's all. That's all. <laughs> okay, we're going to sing. Come on. Because you are good and now dance because you 
say you did better but you didn't to be honest church is a place of honesty that was terrible look to the person next to you say that was terrible but that's all right Jesus is a God of second chances so don't worry it'll be all right it wasn't quite that terrible but it's a hard one to it is a hard one to dance to isn't it they sing about dancing and it's difficult I'll, I'll grant you that I can't dance to good, let alone bad, so it's all right. So tell each other now that was all right. So it's okay. Okay. Tell each other that Jesus still loves you. It's going to be all right. Not to panic. Well, after making you feel terrible, welcome. Lovely to have you here tonight. We're going to have a really good time together. It's going to be wonderful. It's wonderful to have Peter and Well with us all the way from Thailand. So that is fantastic. Welcome. We're going to hear from them shortly. If you're visiting, if you're a guest here tonight, wonderful to have you with us. Can I encourage you on your way out on the right hand side, there's a table with some white bags on them. Help yourself to a bag. It's got some information in it about the church and uh, who we are, where we're heading, that kind of stuff. Help yourself to a bag. And um, like I say, it's great to have you here tonight. Church, can we please give our guests a welcome this evening? Well, has anybody had a birthday or a wedding anniversary in this last week? I'll come to you. Oh, it was Luke's birthday. That's right. Happy birthday, Luke. Two. Three. I won't say it. People think I'm grumpy if I say it. Any other birthdays, wedding anniversaries? Nothing. Wow. That's quiet. Well, I was going to not shame anyone out, but seem Luke took three chocolates. Luke, come and stand with me. How about we jump up? Let's pray for Luke tonight, eh? We're going to pray God's blessing over him. How about you stand there and you face everybody? <laughs> Let's pray for him. Father, thank you for your family. We declare health, favour, prosperity and protection over them this year. Activate your love and goodness through each one in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. How about giving Luke a big hand? Well, there's a couple of things I've got to tell you about. Girls' Day Out is coming this Saturday. Jam, would you like to say anything about that? Or you could. This is your last opportunity. So, Yes, ladies, I do encourage you, if you have not registered, please register tonight. You can do that online at gdo.echurchevents.com or you can do that here tonight out in the foyer. Come and see me. 
It is going to be a fantastic day. I'm incredibly expecting. I've been speaking to the ladies who are going to be sharing and the ones who are going to be leading electives and they're all expectant together. So I know that God is going to do something incredibly special on Saturday in the lives of women. So and I encourage men, please pray because it is a, going to be a significant day. So please register tonight. It's going to be fantastic. Thank you, Jen. Hey, um, this Tuesday night at 7.30, we have Momentum Prayer, which is our church prayer mentee. And can I encourage you to come out? God has mandated us prophetically two years in a row now from guest prophet to become a house of prayer. And that doesn't mean just having more prayer meetings. That means all of us. You know, Jesus said, my temple will be known as a house of prayer. We're the temple of the Holy Spirit. So it involves every one of us, but then it also involves us together. And our prayer meetings are great times. So Tuesday, 7.30, I encourage you to come out and uh, spend an hour or so. It's well worth the effort. The other thing is, if you know people, if you've got friends who uh, would love to be in church, but they can't because they're working or whatever the case is, they just can't get here on a Sunday, we now have 7 o'clock Wednesday as an option. And um, it's a two-month trial just to see what the need there is like. But if you have friends that you know can't be here on a Sunday for whatever reason, uh, how about encouraging them to come on a Wednesday night, 7 p.m.? And uh, we, had a, we had our first one last week. It was excellent, wasn't it? It was a really good time. So that was good. Right, that's it. Well, tonight, Lana is going to lead us around communion. And I'd like you to give her a real big hand as she comes, please. I'm just going to stay down here for something a little bit different. Um, first of all, I really love the um, being faithful Christians and being passionate in our faith. I really liked that statement. I just want to start with that. Um, three words that stuck out as I was pondering communion this week. Remembrance, disciples, and humbled. Um, the first one, remembrance. Communion is an act of remembering. Luke 22, verse 19. And he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it. Gave it to them, saying, This is my body, given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. As we eat and drink, we look back and remember the death of Jesus on the cross. We remember and acknowledge how much God loves us, that he would send his son so that all our sins could be forgiven. The second thought, we're disciples of Jesus. Communion is sharing in the life that he gives. John 6 verse 56 Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. And he is in us and forever with us and we need to take a moment to examine what else is dwelling within us. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 28 A man ought to examine himself before he eats of the bread and drinks of the cup. Tonight I ask, are we right with God? Loving Him with all your heart, soul and mind. Are we loving our neighbours? My challenge to myself and to you is to not hide what you find, but instead bring it to Jesus. Let Him wash you clean. As He said to Peter in John 13 verse 8, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me.
the third thought was humbled. As I remembered and self-assessed, I was humbled by what an example Jesus gave. The life he lived, the lessons he taught, the betrayal he endured and the love he showed. So my conclusion was, let communion not become a meaningless habit. Let us remember and be humbled by Jesus' sacrifice for us and let's be challenged afresh as disciples of Christ to look inside ourselves and deal with any sin and struggles and become more like Jesus every day. Let's pray. Jesus, I thank you for your commitment to your Father and us. God, I thank you for your love that would send your Son to the cross. As we take of the bread, your body, and the juice, your blood, we remember what was done for us. Amen. Ask in that thought of Jesus washing you clean. us free. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's a great privilege tonight to introduce Peter and Well Martin to you. And Peter and Well live in Thailand, and they are missionaries there. And we have the great privilege as a church of supporting them in the work that they do. They were sent out from here. And I'm not sure what they're going to say tonight, but I know them well enough to know that they'll probably play it down a little. These guys are absolute legends of the faith. They really are. They're going into villages that have never, ever had a church, ever. That have not heard the gospel, ever. And they managed to work their way into the fabric of the village and they plant churches in those places bring the good news of Jesus Christ to those places and I want to encourage you tonight that if you are part of global missions here at Activate Church you know if you've made a faith promise if you're sowing into global missions 
sounds terrible to say it this way, but Peter and Well are an incredible investment for you, an incredible kingdom investment. And what they're seeing happen in Thailand is absolutely wonderful. And I would ask tonight, as they come, and I'm going to ask you to come now, you can come up here so everyone can see you. Can you stand up and give them a big cheer? Because these really are two heroes in the faith. Thank you, Activate. Thank you. Praise God. Well, would you like to introduce us? I hope my English is good enough. <laughs> good evening, everyone. My name, my nickname, well, yeah, because we serve God because God is called inside and God feeling holy in me. And I'm not afraid to evangelism. You know, people don't know God, many, many people. I really love to go out to the village, to the field, nobody knows God. And the first time I feel not really want to do it. But God is in me. It's God is telling me to do. And whatever I go, every village is open and start is growing. I'm teaching about God to make the church in here. And Holy is teaching me in the brain and in my heart. And I'm follow the step of the Holy Spirit of God. And now I'm just a lot of people is safe and a lot of people is is very very sitting waiting for the word of God and I can't stop to do that and I feel like something in me and doing with me um can't do anything but God do everything thank you <laughs> well and I'd just like to add that that well is one of, the, one of the best Thai evangelists you'll ever meet. Um, I'll tell it like it is, Sheridan. <laughs> I want to tell you this morning that God is moving in the villages that we're working in in Thailand. Churches are being established in villages that have never had a church before. People who have no Christians in their family or amongst their ancestors are becoming believers in Jesus. Families that have been Buddhist for a thousand years or more are becoming followers of Jesus. And they're establishing new legacies and new her spiritual heritages in their lives. The Isan people group that we work with are a people of 22 million, 22 million. They make up one-third of, of the whole population of Thailand. Very few of them have heard of Jesus. And there are very few people who are wor or Christian workers who are working with them to tell them about Jesus. In fact, there's only about one local believer for every 1,000 people. And that's an average. In fact, 
most villages, and we work in the rural areas, most villages have no Christian witness at all. So how will they hear the gospel? As the Apostle Paul says in Romans, how can they hear unless someone preaches to them? So why is this work important? It's important because reaching the gospel, sorry, preaching the gospel, sorry, let me start again. It's important because reaching the unreached with the gospel is one of the core responsibilities that God has given his church. Not just reaching people in our family or our neighborhood, but reaching in the unreached nations beyond our home and to the very ends of the earth. It means taking the gospel to people who are not like us, people we may not have any affinity with. Now, last week, uh, we were staying up in Auckland at my mother's house. And um, one morning, I was painting the fence to help my mother. We had a few chores to do. I was painting the fence out on the road. And as I was painting, I, I glanced up the road and I saw there were two cyclists coming down the road. And um, they wore white shirts and black trousers. You know, immediately my mind went, you know, Mormon alert. And um, I, just, I just went on painting. And, and sure enough, after a few moments, there was a voice beside me saying, oh, good morning, and can we do anything to help you? And American accent. And so we got into a little conversation, and I just kept on painting away, and we talked a little bit about where they were from, and they, they were from Colorado. I thought they might be from Utah, but they said, no, Colorado. And... Um, and it was interesting, yeah, the, the, the guy who was talking, he'd been there, he'd been in New Zealand for six months, and he said they were staying for two years. And as I painted along, I was, I was interested. I was, I was thinking to myself, when's, when's he going to turn the conversation to spiritual matters, you know? Professional interest, you know, I was kind of interested in his technique. So I just, I just played along. And, and then finally he said, oh, we're just going around telling people about Jesus. Um, have you heard of Jesus? And so I said, yes, in fact, I'm a missionary. And um, I've been in Thailand for, well, I said I've been overseas for nearly 10 years, but just back. And, uh, oh, oh, I see. Well, the conversation sort of died a little bit at that point. I, I think may, they may have been trained not to um, engage pastors and missionaries. But as, as they cycled off down the road, a thought struck me. How come we can't even match that? The Mormon young people served two years of their life in a foreign mission field, preaching their message. How come we can't, how come the Church of Jesus Christ of present day saints can't even match that? You know? how, come, how come we can't match the zeal of the cults and the false religions? What harm would it do if Christian young people spent two years of their life before they went to university or started the job in doing some sort of Christian service overseas. It could do a whole lot of good, couldn't it? Before getting bogged down in pre-planned futures, student loans, allow yourself to dream God's dreams for you. Dare to live radically for Jesus. Did he, not, did he not say, seek first the kingdom of God 
and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you as well. And that includes a good job and a career. But note he said that we are to seek first the kingdom of God. Not seek a career first. I wonder how many never hear the call of God on their life because they're preoccupied with study and career plans. Should we not at least be asking the Lord, do you want me to go into study right away, Lord, or do you have some other plan for me? I wonder how lives would be impacted and changed if every Christian young person considered doing one or two two years Christian service overseas as a gap year before going to university or seeking a job. Is that radical? Hallelujah. You know, when God calls us to do something, to go somewhere, We can sometimes be fearful of the consequences of that obedience on our lives or on other people's lives or even on our future. Our family, our our children, our parents, and that fear can sometimes paralyze us. And for some people, it can prevent them from from following the call of God on their life. But what we have discovered, that our God is a faithful God. And what is impossible for man is possible for God. So I say to you, obey God and leave the consequences to Him. Obey God and leave the consequences for God to sort out of that obedience. We left New Zealand nearly 10 years ago with two small children and not enough money. 10 years later, Not only has God blessed our ministry, but our lives and our family. We've seen two two of our sons enrolled in university without any New Zealand university qualifications. God opened the door. And sometimes when God calls us to do something, not all the pieces of the jigsaw are there. But he still wants us to step out. That's called faith. And as we go and as the deadlines emerge, God acts miraculously. So I say to you this evening, obey God and leave the consequences of that obedience to Him. He is faithful to those who obey and heed His call. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't go far away because I think I'd like you. Come down, stand down here, guys. Oh, yeah, thanks. Leave that there for a moment. Do you want to jump out of your seats? You know the drill. Let's make a let, let's make a tunnel for these guys to work through, walk through. And we're going to pray for them. I want to pray God's. We're all going to pray for them. Oh, if you don't know the drill, just follow someone who does or someone who looks like they do. Come a little closer. Peter doesn't know the drill, so he's freaking out right now. That's all right. What's going to happen, Peter, is you and Wow are going to wander down there slowly, and people are going to pray for you as you walk through. They're going to lay their hands on you.
I'm going to pray the blessing of God on you, the provision of God on you, that He opens every door that needs to be opened for you to fulfil the call on your lives. And so don't walk too fast because you'll miss out if you walk too fast. So just take it slow. Think, think wedding march. <laughs> slow. Awesome. Okay. So, so we know what we're doing. If you can reach them, don't hurt them. Just put your hand on them gently. No, don't, don't hit them too hard. And, and pray the blessing of God. Release the favour of God, the provision of God, the health of God, that every door that needs to open will open so that they can fulfil the call of God in their lives and thank God for people like Peter and Well who have said yes and go. In Jesus' name, way you go. Fantastic. Jesus, I thank you for Peter and Well. Father, we thank you for the call on their lives. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we pray your blessing on this couple in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for them. Father, we pray your health over them, your provision over them in Jesus' name. Don't wait for them to get for you. Just keep praying for them. Come on, pray out loud. Jesus, that your hand would be on them, that every door that needs to open would be open, that every spiritual power that needs to come under your authority would come under your authority so that they can do the things that you've called them to. Father, provide materially for them, I pray, in Jesus' name, so they're not hindered in any way by lack of resource, but they have everything they need to fulfil that which you've asked them to do, in Jesus' name. Father, give them open doorways into new villages. Open up villages in that region. Open them wide, I pray, Jesus. Open them wide. That they'd meet people of peace quickly. That homes would be open in Jesus' name. And that they would gather great reputation in the name of Jesus. for your protection to be upon them and their boys, God, especially in this time of transition. May Peter and Well be in, at peace, knowing that you've surrounding their boys, that you've, you've got their backs, you've got all of their backs, God. And I thank you, God, for your protection around them, Lord. I thank you for provision, that you would supply all of their needs and more. I thank you, God, that they're called to be a blessing to others. So thank you, God, for overflow for them they would have more than what they need. They would be able to truly bless others, God. God, I thank you for refreshment upon them. Pour out your refreshment upon them in Jesus' name, especially in this time as they spend in New Zealand, Lord. May they know the refreshing of you and, and with friends and family. Thank you, God.
Don't go back to your seat quite yet. I really sense in my spirit a divine invitation for every person tonight. Peter, I think, struck on a chord. I think he struck on God's heart. Ephesians chapter 4. This is Paul. I beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, for you have been called by God. I beg you, lead a life worthy of your calling, because you have been called by God. He's speaking to everybody. You have been called by God. And I think one of the huge disadvantages of living in our nation is that we've got things so comfortable, so smooth, that we've forgotten or maybe never known what it means to die to self and live for Christ. And the band are going to sing a song. And as they sing the song, I want to invite you tonight on behalf of Jesus to pick up on the call that Peter was talking about. Now, you're not responding to be a missionary. You're certainly not responding to me. But I'm encouraging you tonight to respond with an open heart before God. And maybe you want to come down the front and just get on your knees as a sign of surrender, saying, Jesus, I'm yours. I'm open. Your will be done. Your kingdom come. Your will be done in my life. Whatever you want. I'm willing to go there. Maybe you need to come down the front tonight or just get on your knees wherever you are and say, Jesus, I submit my plans to you. Maybe it's dawning, I believe this is prophetic now, that it's dawning on some people, even as I speak, that your plans are your plans and maybe God's got something different for your life, but you've never taken the time to inquire. Well, now's that moment. How about opening yourself before Jesus saying, Lord, is this my plan? What's your plan? If we don't get back onto the prescribed track of where we were going tonight, it really doesn't matter as long as we get before God with an open heart and we hear what He wants to say and you allow Him to touch your life and move you from glory to glory to glory. We will have fulfilled the purposes of God, yeah? Great. Can we start to sing that song, Aaron? Thanks, man. And you got to respond to Jesus however you need to. I'm not prescribing it. You do what you need to do. your voice be all I hear now. Fix my eyes on the things that I can see now. Spirit breathe like the wind come have your way. Cause I know that you are My heart, let your voice be all I hear now. Fix my eyes on the things that I can see now. Spirit, breathe, let the wind come your way. Cause I know that you are. 
that you are here now Still my heart, let your voice be all I need now Fix my eyes on the things that I can't see now Spirit breathe like the wind
something turning in your stomach, you guys got to let it out. When God wants you, there's no pain, no fear. He wants you to live, live it out without fear. Be brave. Because He is here now. And He will be. Every day.
in triumph and gave us freedom true love in your eyes you were broken but still you saw my life I'm overwhelmed you gave your before there was the trees that were up on the screen before and 
when I saw the picture of the, the trees, um, I got that saying, but now I can't think of what it is. <laughs> can't see the forest for the trees. Yeah, can't see the forest for the trees. And I felt that God was speaking. And this is what I saw, is that not there was luscious green trees, but what I saw was uh, crusty, old, dry, dried up trees that needed to be hacked down. And I felt that God was saying there is things in people's lives that's in the way, getting in the way of relationship with Him. There's a whole lot of crusty trees and there's this opening out there, but people can't see the opening, the relationship that He desires, the path, the journey that He desires because of all of these crusty, old, dried up, horrible trees that were in the way. They needed to be hacked down. And then up comes this picture and I was like, that's it. That is what God desires for us, for those trees, the stuff that whatever it is that are in, that's in people's lives to, to come into that place, of, the place that, that God is inviting each one of us into, a place of freedom, a place of an intimate, beautiful relationship with Him. Hey church, isn't that an incredible picture? God is calling us not to remain with dead branches on that hinder us, that don't allow us to step into the freedom that He has for us, but He's calling us to release those from ourselves. He's going to cut them off and we're going to be able to step into the freedom that only God brings. And I don't know where you are with Jesus, but the one thing that I've found in my walk with God is that it's all about Jesus. The more I walk with God and the more I learn about Him and the more I journey with God, the more it comes down to the central fact. It's all about Jesus. And I don't know where you are tonight, Jesus does. And can I tell you, Jesus has got a deep interest in you and where you are at. You may feel right now that you are miles away from God, that you're running in the wrong direction, but can I say to you, Jesus loves you. Jesus cares deeply for you. And Jesus desires with all His heart to see you come to know Him. And there's a simple thing called repentance. It's a really simple thing. It's just, we go our own way in life. It's so easy to say, I'm going to do my own thing. And yeah. And we're heading our own way. We're going this direction, doing what we want to do. But God's done all the work and He's calling us back to Himself. And all repentance is, is turning from our way laying down ourselves and picking up the cross daily to follow Jesus. I know Holy Spirit is here tonight. I know He's touching, He's changed, but He's convicting some of us here. And I want to put out a challenge to you. The Christian life is not an easy life. Let me say that again. The Christian life is not an easy life. In New Zealand, we may have got caught up with this thing that we can just rock up to church on a Sunday and that's all that we need to do to maintain this thing. But can I say God is calling us out for so much more. God is not saying to you, hey, would you come to church on a Sunday and do that for the rest of your life? Then I'll, they'll tick the box, then you can get into heaven. No, God is saying to you, hey, 
Lay down your life for me. Lay down your life. My son laid down his life for you. Lay down your life for me and see where I take you. Peter put out an awesome challenge. What would it look like if you spent a year or two abroad? For God. That was the reason you went, for God. Can I put out another challenge tonight? What would it look like right now if you made the commitment to say yes to Jesus? That I'm not just going to do a Sunday thing, but I'm going to live my life by this. I'm not going to settle for coming to church on a Sunday. I'm not going to settle for the simple things, but I'm going to desire more of God that I would see healing in my life, that I'd see the Holy Spirit active and alive in me, doing things, that wherever I go places, people ask, what's different about you? When you're at school, when you're at uni, when you're in your workplace, people would say, what's different about you? There's a light in you. There's something different about when you walk into the room, the atmosphere changes. And I don't know where you're at with Jesus tonight. You may have walked away. You may be tight as. But right now, I want to give you the opportunity to respond to Him. You're not responding to me. God's stirring something inside of me saying, hey, He wants to know you. He wants you to know Him and walk in relationship with Him and walk in a place that He's living in and through you. For a moment, just as a matter of respect, can we just close our eyes for a minute? And this is between you and God. This is not something that's a momentary decision for today. And then tomorrow you pick up and you pick off where you left off. No, this is a decision for a lifetime. And I want to encourage you to take it seriously. God's after your heart and He's after all of you. Not part of you, all of you. Tonight, if you're feeling stirred and there's something inside of you going, I don't know what it is, but I, I need this. I want this. There's, there's something inside of me that is drawing me to this. Could you just wave your hand at me to say, hey, I don't know what it is, but there's something there that I want. There, there's something about Jesus that I know that I need in my life. If that's you right now, could you give me a wave? Awesome. Awesome, I've seen a couple of hands. I'm just going to wait another few seconds. If that's you and you know that wherever you're at with God, you need to get your life right with Him right now. Would you give me a wave? Just scanning from the left through to the right. Awesome church. Well, I've seen two people respond to the challenge to follow Jesus tonight. My Bible tells me that when one person comes to know Jesus and responds to that challenge to lay down their life for Him, all of heaven erupts into a party. Hey, so why don't we lift up an applause for them?
Awesome. Hey, well, I feel we need to go out with a song anyway. Um, so let's get a dance party song on. Um, but young adults, if you're a young adult, if you're new, hey, I'm Peter. I lead young adults here at Activate. Uh, tonight we're heading to Michaela's flat, which is 100 Hillcrest Road. 100 Hillcrest Road. If you don't know where that is, go speak to Michaela. Come see myself. Jump on Google Maps. It's really simple. Um, 100 Hillcrest Road. would love to see you there. Come hang out. It's dessert, so bring something to share. Otherwise, go for it. Before you go for it, we've got prayer meeting on Tuesday. Make sure you're there. It's going to be a fantastic time. And be purposed in your giving. Uh, there's giving stations to the left at each in the, each foyers. Uh, so come on, let's be purposed in how we give. My living it, do I live in it? So astounding, your love is an ocean, you can drown me. Sweet embrace, the lovely taste, taste to see, I'm on the great place to be. Means I don't ever need an umbrella. Cool and the cold in the hot weather, whether or never I ever understand. My man in the hands of great plans, I stand in faith and the life never known a touch. But I'm still outside that clutch, and I'm like, what's the dream of? What's the hope in? What's the die for? I live to know in. This is living in the life I've been given a gift, so if I live it, I'm living to death. What's the dream of? What's the hope in? What's the die for?
Have a mean night. Brought me to this place